So please sit in the cross-legged posture, giving your body a firm, stable base. Sitting straight, but not rigidly straight, naturally straight. Imagine um, being a puppet or marionette and a string on the top of your head pulling up towards the ceiling. So you have that upward pull through your head and tuck your chin in a little bit. And sitting still, you can position your hands as you wish. Uh, find a position that's comfortable and then keep to that. Um, you can sit with the thumbs lightly touching and then if you lose your awareness the thumbs will come apart and it will be like a signal to you that you've lost your awareness. Or you can put your hands on your knees in a sort of yoga posture, whatever is most comfortable for you. The only way um, that we can deal with negative emotions or even to register that we have negative emotions, even to understand the concept of defilement, negative emotion, you have to be willing to look at your mind, look directly at your mind. And this is what meditation techniques are designed to do, enable you to come face to face with your own nature, with your own mind, without the usual distractions. Now when you try to do that, there are various obstacles that arise. and keeping the mind on the sensation of the breath then the obstacles reveal themselves and if you can avoid uh, frustration and uh, discouragement boredom then we can learn to distinguish defilements and learn how to deal with them but already in our habitual emotional reaction to the difficulties of meditation, we're already learning something important about our minds and how they work. And you want to be mindful of your breath. So what happens when you can't do it very easily? If you give up after a few breaths, then you're getting a very important lesson because if you give up when you can't be mindful of your breath you probably give up in many other areas of your life that you're not very successful at. If you're not successful and you get angry and frustrated that's probably the pattern that occurs in other areas of your life. 
if you get bored and want to just forget and try and get the time to pass as quickly as you can by thinking of something else, then that's probably what you do in other areas of your life. So in the meditation, it's like you bring your whole life under that microscope. You're revealing to yourself all your conditioned habits and your blind spots and your weak spots. If you're sincere about meditation, um, you can't lie to yourself anymore or so easily. You see how you create suffering for yourself moment by moment. And this very simple technique of trying to sustain attention on the breath reveals this to you. Say, oh, this is, this is my personality, this is my habit, this is how I am. So you can maybe create a, an image in your family and in your circle of friends and be successful in sustaining that image. But once you close your eyes, now you're with who you really are what's really going on. So you have to be very brave to do this, and that's why many people um, don't want to meditate, because you have to be really honest. You can't be dishonest with yourself if you're intent on practice of meditation. What's really going on? Why can't you be present? Why can't you be in the present moment? What's stopping you from being at peace? What's stopping you letting go? So there are all kinds of things that we can learn. Skills can be learned. But we're really seeing exactly what work needs to be done. So it's not listening to anybody else telling you who you are and what you need to do to sort your life out. You don't have to believe anybody else. You can see exactly for yourself. You can see all the desires and the fantasies and the fears and the anxieties, the restlessness, the distraction, the addiction to information, to stimulation. You're really seeing these things very clearly now. We see them because they're all the things that stop you from being mindful of the breath. And sustaining attention on the breath with perseverance and patience and firmness and confidence that it's a worthwhile thing to do you are for the first time in your life learning some really effective means of understanding yourself and being able to deal with your mind. How to free yourself from this prison of thought and obsession, compulsion, addiction and being able 
to see that positive qualities, qualities of contentment, peace, clarity, joy, all these things can very easily appear in any human mind if we are willing to create the causes or conditions for their appearance and if we're willing to take care of them and look after them once they have arisen. So if you're feeling a little bit um, disinterested or bored or generally uh, distracted, then that's what you have to deal with. That's your meditation right now. Being able to heal these kinds of unwise thinking, kinds of thinking. Finding a way to motivate yourself, not expecting motivation from outside of yourself. the breath generally throughout the whole body, emphasizing that sense of ease, or you can, as the mindfulness improves, be aware of the sensation of the breath at one particular point, for instance at the tip of the nose, to help your mind to be with the breath without a gap, without forgetting. You can use the counting technique, or you can use um, a mantra, for instance, you, and the in-breath, you can use the word ru, and the out-breath, un. So, taking that phrase which expresses the meditating mind dun ru so on the in-breath is ru and on the out-breath is dun we can simply be awake and aware of the sensation of each breath starting again just taking one breath as your goal sustaining attention awareness wakefulness the whole duration of an in-breath and an out-breath. If you're feeling sleepy and dull, then apply that technique of imagining bright light, imagining the breath coming in and out as being a vessel of light, bringing light in to the body, and on the out-breath spreading that light out through every area of your body and out, outwards in all directions. <coughs> 